All right. Welcome to Burgess Power Hour. And I just want to say it here at the top of the hour. Of those of you who do not know me, I'm Burge Smith Lyons. I'm the founder of Essence of Being and the Conscious Leadership Academy. I've been doing these personal development experiences for 37 years. So I'm kind of old, right? However, what we're going to do tonight for our power hour, what we normally do all around the world, uh, those of you who are listening on the recording and those of you who are live, lucky you. And I appreciate you being here. Uh, you get to experience things. I'm a very experiential person, so I don't like to be just a talking head. So if you've never experienced our power hours, um, go ahead and get some pen and paper out because I love to have you write down some things. And also we like to dig around in the subconscious sometimes and uh, have an experience together. So tonight, today is going to be all about how to pivot. <laughs> How to pivot and move through change with grace and ease. And I felt like this would be an important topic because of what's going on these days uh, through COVID. And I just want to give a heartfelt shout out to all my friends and all of our graduates and family out in the West Coast with the fires and also with, with the horrific uh, hurricanes that just came through. A lot of my friends and family are in both places and our graduates. Um, and uh, it's a wild time to be alive in this planet right now, is it not? So um, I just want to give a shout out that we, we send um, healing energy to everyone and that all is well and all is safe. So tonight, what I want to do is really connect with you guys about, uh, and by the way, there will be a time where you can ask questions. You can ask questions anytime if you want. You can go in the chat if you would like, or just raise your hand or just talk and just say, I have a question. And uh, I've unmuted everybody. So if you have background noise, you can mute yourself and unmute yourself either way. And um, I feel like uh, later on, I'm going to share my screen because I'm going to go ahead and use the Zoom capability uh, of an exercise that we're going to do together to find out, give you some tools on how can we move through change with ease and grace. So I welcome all of you for being here. And the only person I can see is Nicole, my beauty. So thank you for having the courage to be seen. <laughs> so thank you for showing up and being there because um, it's important to show up. And like I said, I normally do these on the phone, but this year has been a little different for everybody, hasn't it? Okay, so uh, let me go ahead and start with um, a couple things about change and you know, they talk about ignorance is bliss. Um, sometimes ignorance can be a protective blessing. So if you think about it, uh, sometimes if you don't know what's going to happen or if you're not aware of something, it calms you down. In other words, if you, if you know what's going to happen or if, you think you, if you're thinking about the future and how am I going to change and what's going to happen to me uh, and you're worried about all this stuff, then a lot of times... Um, people just go out of their comfort zone and they just can't get present with what's going on. And so it just stimulates fear. So maybe some of you have been in fear and anxiety and maybe you haven't. However, some of the tools I'm going to give you are going to support us to how to change and how to move through fear. Okay. And how to pivot uh, with ease and grace. And one of the things that we talk about in essence of being, which is our flagship 
workshop, uh, some, some of you are graduates out there, um, is that don't be afraid to fail, that failure is part of the process. And for some people, um, they feel like maybe if they have to change things or if they have to pivot or things are different, that, that they failed or that there's some form of loss. And it is part of the process. So for me, uh, I've, like I said, I've been doing this 37 years. I've taught on six continents. We have thousands of graduates around the, around the world with all of the extras, all of the experiences and workshops that we provide online and in person. Um, that we find that, look, if you avoid failure, you could be avoiding success. And what is the only constant thing in the world? Change, right? Change is, the, is constant. So there's always going to be some form of change in our lives. Our cells change, our lives change, our breath changes, our energy changes, our, our body changes, okay? So Samuel Beckett said this about fear. He said, try again, fail again, and fail better. So the only failure that... I like to talk about failures. The only failure is the failure to participate. You remember that, Nicole, right? From Essence of Being, yes. So the only failure is the failure to participate. And so as long as you're participating in the world, as long as you're showing up, as long as you're being um, the best you can be and just show up like you are tonight and like you are on the, on the recording, then you're participating. So when there is change or a transition, let's say, when we have to pivot, uh, sometimes it can bring up fear. So authentic success, I just want to say, here's some pearls of wisdom here. Authentic success arrives only after we have mastered failing better. So that fear of that unknown, you know, we're not supposed to know really far ahead. Think about it. You know, the hidden, what was it? The, um, the forbidden fruit came from the tree of knowledge. Yeah. You know that story, I guess. So it's sort of like, would you want to know, have you ever thought about this? Would you really want to know when you were going to die or how you were going to die? Would you, would that stop you from doing anything? So a lot of people, there's this big question, this really philosophical question of, you know, uncertainty about the future. And so if you're having uncertainty about the future right now, uh, just understand that for some things like in the military or the tech industry, they talk about a need to know, right? I'm on a need to know basis. So if you are allowed, if you allow yourself to just stay present, if you, if you feel like you have to know things all the time, then it can really keep you in anxiety. It can really force you to, feel like you're out of control because you don't know. I mean, how many of you have said to yourself, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do next. I don't know how I'm going to pivot. I don't know what kind of job. I don't know what kind of business. I don't know what kind of person. I don't know how I'm going to be in the next year. How's this going to look? What's going to happen? And it may not be just from COVID or all the things that are happening. This may be a pattern that you've had for a long time. And so the thing I want to share with you is that spirit, our spirit, whatever your belief system is, is fine. But I believe we all have a spirit and a connection with our soul and our connection to the great spirit or the universe or God or whatever you want to call that. And that spirit knows 
what we don't sometimes, right? And many people may have lost faith. And like maybe the what ego, you, like what? the ego is 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 in fear, and our evolutionary divine self yes. lives in uncertainty. Yes, and so the thank you, and the uncertainty is. Some of us might need a facelift, as I call it, you know, not a facelift, but a facelift. And, you know, we will be shown the next step. We're shown the next step, whether we listen or not is, is the question. And change can be scary for a lot of people. So I, I want to give you a change formula. Um, it's a conscious way to move through change with ease and grace. All right. And you might want to write this down. Uh, it's an actual um, formula. It's C equals some combination. So you'll do a, a parentheses. C equals parentheses. B plus B plus P, close parentheses, is greater than the X. So it's a formula. C equals open parentheses, V plus B plus P, close parentheses, is greater than x so c equals v plus b plus p has to be greater than x so x stands for the fear of change so for some people uh the fear of change can really stop you in your tracks you just you're frozen okay it's like i don't know what's going to happen so i'm just not going to do it and we stand there frozen and stuck okay so the x stands for fear of change so the c stands for change that's what the C stands for. So change equals V, which stands for vision. If we have a vision of what it is that we're creating and it's really juicy, and a vision is what we hold in our heart and our hand and our mind about what it is that we choose to have in our life. It's it's a grand vision of what's next. What what are we what are we creating? And if it's really, really juicy, it can be very powerful to have that. It's an intention. It's like a roadmap. Okay. B stands for breakdown. And many people grow through breakdown, unfortunately. Think about it. When do you change the most? Like what's a breakdown in a, in a marriage? A divorce, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's a breakdown in a business? You go bankrupt or you lose your business what's a what's a breakdown in um your health you get sick you get sick yeah so these and that's when you change that's when you start looking for new ways of doing things right i mean when you get a divorce you lose weight <laughs> you know and the breakdown the breakdown leads to breakthroughs of course it does which is leads to break free nicole you're a graduate so you're, you're Good learner, good learner. So definitely break down, break through, break free. I'm My cat wants to be part of the class. So she's getting in that's that's normal. They, you know, animals feel our energy, so we're good. It's good. I'm, I'm all as well with that. So here, the combination here is this: the P stands for plan. Okay, so a plan means that you have a um, practical steps in order for you to get wherever you want to go. So some combination of vision plus a little bit of breakdown. You don't have to have this huge lose my job. Like, I mean, if you lose your job, that's a breakdown, right? You get fired. I call it getting freed because there's something more for you. 
okay? If you look at it that way, there's a reason why that happened. And if you look at it, there's a reason why this is happening. And maybe there's going to be lemonade in here somewhere with all these lemons, all right? It really is your mindset and your, your belief and that all is well and trusting that. Which many of us may have a faith with. Okay, somebody has background noise. If you can mute yourself, please. Or I'll have to mute everybody, okay? All right. Uh, all right, I'm muting everybody. So if you want to talk, you can unmute yourself, okay? And you can, if you're on the phone, you can hit star six or just unmute yourself. And if you're on the computer, of course, you can just unmute yourself with a little button there. Um, all right, so the change formula is change equals vision plus breakdown plus plan. Some combination of that has to be greater than the fear of change. So in other words, your vision's juicy. Your breakdown doesn't have to be a big breakdown. Like I said, some people, when you get fired, you lose your job, That's a, that, you could look at that as a breakdown. But you don't have to go through these big breakdowns in order for you to grow or change. Okay, you can do little ones like you just maybe you have a little bit of a you lose a client or maybe you uh, find out you've got to go get test for something and then it's okay, but it makes you really aware, doesn't it? Of Maybe I need to take better care of myself. So that little breakdown can be small if your vision's really big. Okay. Hey, Joy. And if your plan is basically your plan could be little practical steps, little steps on how you're going to make it and how you're going to go there. So again, change equals vision, some combination of vision plus breakdown plus plan. Some combination of those three things have to be greater than the fear of change. And so I wanted to put it in a simple term for you of what, it, what that means so that people aren't afraid necessarily to change. Hey, Arlene. So. Sorry, I'm late. No worries. So I've got everybody on mute. If you, everybody wants to unmute yourself, you just hit star six or just hit the little star, uh, hit your little button to unmute, or you can chat if you choose to do that. So, cause I had some background noise with somebody. Um, all right. So, those of you who just joined us, you can go back and listen to the um, recording. And any of you who registered, by the way, you're going to get a recording. Okay. All right. So um, if we knew what was going to happen in the future, okay, if we knew if it was going to not end up well, whatever that means, would you still do it? So in other words, People want to guarantee sometimes. It's like, okay, I've been knocked out of my comfort zone. I've got to pivot. I've got to do something. And either I want a new person or a new job or a new house or a new something. I've got to shift my focus somehow. If you knew that, oh, I, we want it to be the right thing, right? We want to follow down that right path. If it goes, I'll do this if it's right and it'll get me where I want to go. And if you look in the future and you say, wow, it didn't really work out, would you go that way? It's the same question of if you knew when you were going to die and how you were going to die, would you want to know that? Would that stop you from living? 
and taking steps toward whatever it is. In other words, life is not a problem, okay, to be solved. It's a mystery to be lived. And that's from Kilkegar. Life is not a problem to be solved. It's a mystery to be lived. And so if you look at your pivots in your life right now about what's happening, what am I going to do next? And how's it going to look? How am I supposed to change with ease and grace and look at it as a mystery to be lived, then it, it eases you into that a little bit without that guarantee. It's sort of like the trapeze bar. When you're hanging on that trapeze bar and you've had it a certain way, it's been this way all the time. And all of a sudden you've got to let go of that trapeze bar because there's another trapeze bar coming for you. And as you're hanging on this trapeze bar, going back and forth and back and forth, you're never going to go anywhere if you don't let go of that first trapeze bar. You've got to fly. And the flying to the next trapeze bar is what scares people because you could fall. You could fall into the rocks down below. There may not be a net there. Okay? So that fear of flying and won't let go, what ends up happening is if we hold on to that, we are not able to create something new. Okay? And sometimes the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, COVID, okay, anything like this, you know, sometimes it forces us, we think, it forces us to make a change. And so the right job, the right relationship, the right purpose, any of that, creating more of what we want, we have to let go of what was. And it doesn't have to feel like a loss. And it doesn't have to feel like we've failed. Okay, or that we're we just have to start over. It doesn't have to be that way. It's just the next chapter because some of us get really stuck in our comfort zone. And our comfort zone can, can really end up being a rut, you know, can really be a rut. Hey, Josette, she's shaking her head. So, <laughs> you know. My suggestion is, and I encourage us all, sit on a different chair, you know, go to a different chair in your house, uh, drive a different way to work or wherever you go, take a different path, you know, put your thumbs together, uh, put your hands together like this. If you can see, if you're on the phone, just basically clasp your hands and, and see what thumb is on top and just, is it your left or your right thumb? And then let go of your thumbs and your hands and put them back together and now put the other thumb on top feels weird right but if you keep going back and forth go back to the original one and then go back to the new one and then go back to the original you go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth you can feel it if you practice that eventually if you go back and forth like that it doesn't feel as weird it kind of feels getting kind of normal and people talk about this new normal you know, that's going on now. But if you think about it, we've all had new normals throughout our lives. And I know the difference feels different for some of you because it's happening all around the world. But the new normals can feel, okay, I'll try this on for size. It's just new shoes. And you're getting out of your comfort zone. So if you get locked into it, it has to be a certain person, a certain job, a certain business, a certain way sometimes that can limit you from what's really wanting to come to you okay so give yourself permission so let's say to ourselves i give myself permission 
Okay. I know you're muted, but I can see your lips moving. Okay. I give myself permission to change. All right. Give yourself permission to get out of your comfort zone. It's okay. And like I said, for some, it feels like a loss or it feels painful. And, and the question then becomes, how am I going to fill that void? And if you think about it, we change every day from death, from death, from sleep to awake. <laughs> it's a little slip. From sleep to awake, from sleep to awake. We do it all the time. And these changes that we may feel, think about our lives, birth is a change, death is a change, being fired, changing jobs, getting a new business, getting a new house or a new place to live or moving out. These are all transitions and changes in our lives that we've had to pivot. And the question is, did we have to or did we choose to? So what happens is we teeter back and forth between allowing and resisting it, allowing and resisting it. Because many of us might feel like we're erasing what was if we let go of that trapeze bar. It, it feels like we've erased what we've built or we've, we've erased our whole where we've come to. Okay. And it's not that at all. Resistance is that unforeseen something. In other words, if we allow it, and then we can resist it. We resist it and allow it. We resist it and allow it all the times. But it's that unforeseen something. Where am I becoming? Who am I becoming now? What am I creating now? So the portion of holding on, the portion of holding on to that energy is the resistance. If you think about your memory, everything that's led you up to this very moment has been a new chapter in your life. And you didn't have to erase what came before. You just went to a new chapter. So the more you resist it, the more you feel lo loss. And the more you feel maybe it's not fun. Right? It's just not fun. I just give up. It's just hard. Okay? So it's hard to create from that place. Would you agree? Good nodding. Good, good, good nodding. So many of us live in the past or the future. Our brain, our mind lives in the past or the future. So ask yourself these questions. Do you find yourself living in these emotions a lot? Now, I'm just going to read off some emotions and you just kind of think about it and say, yeah, I kind of live there. I have these emotions a lot. Okay. Uh, guilt. Grievance. Like you are in grievance. Um, sad, regret, resentment, bitter. So if you have those a lot, and some of you might have be kind of stuck in that sometimes in a, in a loop, that means that you're living in the past. That means that your mind is in the past. And it's on an emotional timeline. It's called psychological time. So our mind is in the past, okay? And it's being fueled by non-forgiveness. Now, think about this for many of us, especially now. Think about these emotions. Do you find yourself in these emotions a lot right now? Tense, worried, anxious, 
stressed out, uneasy. So if you live in those emotions and those feelings a lot, your mind could be living in the future. So you're focused on the future and it's being fueled by fear. Now, can you feel anxiety in the, in the present moment? Yes. Can you feel sad in the present moment? Sure. Absolutely. You can feel these things in the present moment. What I'm talking about is do you live in these emotions a lot. That means that you could be your mind is in the future psychologically and it's being fueled by fear. So really the ease and grace part of this whole conversation about how to pivot and change is really becoming more present. Really focusing on the present moment. You know, how can I be more present? Burge, you might be asking yourself. So, you know, when you're asleep, you're present, I guess. How do you know? When you're looking into a baby's eyes, are you present? When you're holding your animals, when you see animals, they're present. They're very present. Okay? So nature is very present. And guess what? We're part of nature. We're not separate from. And so if we feel like our mind is in the future or the past, really become present. And that means allowing focusing on what is right this moment. Look to your left. What's there? Okay, there's a window there and there's a curtain there. And that's pretty. That's a really pretty curtain. I like that. Oh, and look, it's not raining outside. That's good. That's a good thing. I'm going to focus on that because I'm in Atlanta and we're getting all of the Sally stuff from my friends down in my Gulf friends. Look to your right. What's over there? Right, like right now, what's over there? And just be grateful, be present and really focus on what is right there right now. And how can I be grateful and, be, and bring myself awareness to the present moment, especially when we spiral and get out of, uh, get out of, we get really afraid because we get into this whole anxiety thing about fear. What's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to make enough money. I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know what next person I'm going to be with. Okay. Um, I call it, maybe I've got a great role model for us, Winnie the Pooh. Hopefully all of you know about Winnie the Pooh. Okay. He's our little Pooh bear. And hope if you don't know about Winnie the Pooh, what planet are you on? Okay. Winnie the Pooh sees the beauty in everything. Winnie the Pooh, he seeks the honey. He's always looking for the honey and he finds it, doesn't he? He always finds the honey and he's always focusing on the good. And when things happen to him, he says, what? Oh, bother. Oh, bother. So, and then he moves on and looks for the honey. So he's always seeking, looking for the honey, focusing on the good in the awe of everything. But some of us might be Eeyores. It'll never work. Better not do it. Yeah, it's not going to work like that today. Now there's COVID, can't go out. 
Okay, so Eeyore focuses on all of the things that are not working. Okay, so who are you? Winnie the Pooh? Are you a Pooh Bear or are you an Eeyore? And do you vacillate in between? So here's some role models maybe you can sink your teeth into and decide today, I'm going to be a Pooh. I choose to be a Pooh today. Not make a Pooh, but be a Pooh, yeah? All right. Um, I'm here all week, everybody. Okay. Um, so ask yourself, what are you focusing on? What's working, what's not working? Because as you know, those of you who are Essence of Being graduates and have been working in these kinds of environments and transformational thoughts and, tr and experiences that we have, is that what you focus on expands, it gets bigger. And it really does. It really gets bigger because that's what you see the most of. So even if you're feeling lost, even if you're feeling you're not sure, even if you're feeling like you're living in the past, even if you're feeling like you're living in the future, appreciate. Find your honey. Go find your honey. Live in the gratitude of something. There's something you can be grateful for. Look at it as an adventure right now. The mystery is an adventure. You know, when you're reading a mystery novel, do you really want to know what happens when you get to the end? <laughs> now what? <laughs> Damn it, I didn't want to know that. So you're on your journey. So a lot of us will sit in our chair, though, and really complain. I can't work. I, I'm sick. I can't do this. I can't do that. Um, I've got all these bills. Uh, you know, my life is just upside down right now. Or maybe your life's great right now, but you want to go to the next level, whatever that is. And maybe you're too afraid to go to the next level because everything's kind of like unsure about the, the, the world right now, perhaps. Okay. So you sit in that chair and you say, this sucks. I don't know what to do. And you sit there and just keep sitting there when maybe the best thing to do is you get up and you walk over and you get a new chair because guess what god universe great spirit source whatever you want to call that is saying hey look over here there's something for you over here something something better is coming along that you don't even know about yet and all we have to do is get up and instead of sitting there and complaining and saying, I think it's my mother's fault I'm this way. Or I think it's got to be, you know, it's, it's the government's fault that I'm this way. Instead of being stuck in that mentality, get up and move. Because when you move, you have an effect. And when you have an effect, you create. And when you create, you matter. And you know what? My truth is, and the truth for me is that we all matter it's just sometimes we forget we all make a difference just sometimes we forget so I'm asking you to remember so here's a little thing I'm going to share with you about this might be out of your comfort zone and then I'm going to do ask for a volunteer we're going to do a little exercise okay so you might be looking for something new in your life to pivot to right so I call them jumping jacks. You want to have a sense of belonging or a sense of awareness, a sense of oneness or a sense of connection or a sense of validation. Okay. 
And many of us search for that validation, but we already have that within ourselves. But yet, even yet, you even want to have your existence validated sometimes. Many of us walk around with the feeling that we're this shadow, that we're an illusion, that we're negative, that we're that other person, we're separate, we're outside of ourselves. And those of us who live this way, believe this way about ourselves, we're gonna to continue to struggle. We're gonna to continue to search for something that we feel that we cannot have because we feel separate. So that feeling of helplessness and a feeling of being somebody else, feeling separate from whatever it is that we want or choose, that feeling of wanting to attach to something that has value, wanting to encourage ourselves to believe in ourselves again. Okay, that's the plan, right? Many of us are walking around with a sense of overinflated purpose in order to feel that, hey, we're here for a reason. In other words, we were still seeking validation. Why am I here? Do I have a purpose? I have a purpose. So the, com the confirmation that there is something more, that there is another way, many of us will ask, why do we have to suffer in order to see that there's another way? That's all nice, birds, that there's another way, but why do we have to suffer first in order to open our eyes to it? Why do we have this feeling of struggle and doubt and dis-ease and all of this in order to see that there's another way? And I say to you, all that, again, it's, it's a sense of duality because that's where we live. We're living in a sense of duality. And like I said, I'm gonna maybe go outside of the, your comfort zone and just see if this resonates with you or not, okay? That this is the sense of what is and what is not. The have and the have nots. So when we become physical and our physical body, there's an inherent feeling of duality. All right? So we're in our physical body, and but yet we have a soul or a spirit or we're non-physical. So we came from somewhere, okay? So when we become physical in this physical world, there is a spirit guiding us. There's a soulfulness here. So there's this paradox of the illusion of this body. Therefore, it feels separate. I'm getting kind of esoteric with you tonight, okay? It feels like there's duality from a physical and a non-physical perspective. So... I want to impart upon you, yes, that has been the case and is becoming increasingly important, I think, for all of us to become more aware of the fact this does not necessarily have to be the way. I want us to step outside of our box for a minute and that in order for us to be physical and connected to the soul and connected at the same time, it's multidimensional, okay? There truly is no reason for dis-ease or fear or separateness. It has just become an inherent part of our learning. Now, this knowing that I'm sharing with you, you can say that's, that's ridiculous or, or I don't understand or whatever you want to say about it. But when we go through all of the jumping jacks that we go through and all the hoops within whatever business or family or area of our life, that we belong to, whichever way you want to proceed, you can call it whatever you wish, you know, we want to be acknowledged, we want to be validated, 
but as long as we can understand that, you know what, we are connected and we're moving toward a oneness. All right. So what we want to hear right now, I think for many of us is that we do matter. And the truth for me is all the stuff that's happening right now, whatever is happening in your life, it really doesn't matter to your own knowing of who you are and validating who you are, remembering that you do make a difference. And this is just a moment in time. And time is an illusion. Our body is an illusion at times. Sometimes it really rears its ugly head to say, I'm here, notice me, okay? But this may or may be out of your comfort zone around looking at the new perspective that maybe we don't have to suffer in order for us to actually shift into knowing that we have the ability to create what we want and choose. And all of these little bumps in the road that we go through, it doesn't really matter. That's the mystery. So it doesn't matter who you date, where you go, what you do. Just knowing that you're there and that you have a connection and you say to yourself, I'm here. I have a purpose and my purpose is to live. So if you ever feel lost or at loss with something right now, maybe you have doubts and you're asking for validation from outside of yourself, stop it. So how do you stop it? So I'm gonna give you some tools and I wanna do a little experience with you, okay? So one of the tools that I love to give people is the universe to-do list, okay? And you just write down on a piece of paper, a line down the middle, on the left-hand side, you put your to-dos for today. On the right-hand side of the paper, you write universe to-do. And on your side, you just write down the things you're willing to do today. Don't make yours very long. On the right side of the paper, that's where you go crazy. That's where you're turning it over to the universe and you're giving the universe some marching orders. You can call it God, source, great spirit, whatever you want to call the universal energy or that, that energy, okay? And you're going to turn it over and you're going to say, you handle it. You handle where my money's coming from. I don't know. You handle where my uh, good health is coming from. Uh, take care of my family for me. I'm tired. Um, support me in creating a new life. Uh, bring to me the perfect person. Uh, show me signs of what's next for me. Allow me to feel happy. All the big stuff, all the things that you don't know, you just don't know how it's going to work out. Turn it over, give that job to the universe and say you handle it. And what that does is it lets go of your resistance that you can't have it. So if you just turn it over and say you handle it and let it go and trust that it's going to come to you and it's going to be handled. And I cannot tell you how many times this has worked for thousands of people. Miracles happen. But you can't, you can't turn it over and then keep watching that list and say it hasn't happened yet. 
Sometimes it's going to happen in other in perfect time, divine time, whatever you want to call it. It may not be your time, but it does happen. And you just have to focus on what you can do today. Make your list short. Okay? It's a great tool. Now, let me give you another tool. All right? Uh, it's called the emotional chart. And I'm going to need a volunteer. Let me share this. So who wants to volunteer? I just need, uh, okay, Josette. Let's do Josette over here. So Josette, you need to unmute yourself. Let me see if I can. All right, good. There you go. Whoop. Unmute yourself, honey. There you go. So I'm going to share my screen, everybody. Everybody can play. Everybody can play along here, all right? Everybody play along, but I'm going to use her as a guinea pig. So Josette, I can still, um, so say something so I can hear you. Hi. Hi. All right, so I'm going to share my screen. All right. Now, do you see this? It's called an emotional chart. Those of you who are on the phone, uh, you can go back and get the uh, recording and you can see all of these emotions here. Um, those of you who can't see them, there's just a list of a lot of emotions on this chart. And this is a really powerful tool to use to raise your vibration up so that you can make a pivot and change with grace and ease, all right? So what I want you to do, Josette, I want you to look at these emotions and I want you to pick the lowest, which is the highest number, by the way, pick the highest number on this chart, which is the lowest vibrational feeling, emotion that you find yourself in um, a lot. So just go through it. I'm just going to start naming off things uh, until she can find one. Um, so that the people. Discouragement. What? Discouragement. Discouragement. Okay, great. So those of you on the phone, the bottom one was fear, grief, depression, despair, and powerlessness. It's a very low vibration. Okay. And it kind of goes up from there. So Josette said discouragement. All right. So what's the next emotion above discouragement, Josette? Blame. Blame. All right. So what I want you to do is I want you to feel into something that discourages you. Mm -hmm. You feel it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So what I want you to say out loud is, wouldn't it be nice if I felt blame? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if I felt blame? Okay. Take a breath. All right. Mm -hmm. And I'll say, wouldn't it be nice if I felt worried? Wouldn't it be nice if I felt worried? Now, breathe that in. Just take a breath. Now, do you feel discouraged or do you feel worried? I feel worried. Okay, let's keep going. Wouldn't it be nice if I felt doubt? Wouldn't it be nice if I felt doubt? How does that feel? Doubtful? Yeah, very doubtful. <laughs> okay. okay. Now we can go through all the way up. All right. Because the, the point of this is I want you to notice in your body and how you feel right now. You don't feel discouraged. You feel doubtful. There's a distinction between each of these emotions if you allow yourself to feel it. So let's go up to disappointment. Wouldn't it be nice if I felt disappointed? Wouldn't it be nice if I felt disappointed? 
So does it feel different being disappointed than it feels being discouraged? Yes. Okay. Does it feel like a lighter feeling? Yes. Yes. So the point of this chart is really cool because if you really allow yourself to say, and it sounds weird, wouldn't it be nice if I felt overwhelmed? Wouldn't it be nice if I felt frustrated? Wouldn't it be nice if I felt pessimistic or bored? It brings you up that vibrational emotional ladder so that you don't feel whatever it was you were feeling just a minute ago. Okay. Because for some people, if they're in uh, rage or hatred, if they're feeling rage about something or jealousy about something, it's really tough sometimes to say, well, I choose to feel joyful. Right. They have yeah. to jump all the way to the top. I choose love. Mm. Sometimes there has to be little increments that can support you in allowing your emotional body to catch up with you. Right. Right. So yeah. this chart is really powerful to bring you up this emotional ladder all the way up to joy, empowerment, freedom, love, and appreciation. Mm. Now there's a lot of other emotions in between all of these, but these are just some, and this comes from asking and is given by Esther. Mm -hmm. Esther Hicks, yeah. Jerry and Esther. Okay, recognized it. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, Esther and I go way back. We commiserate about our life, but anyway, this is a great chart to go up through it. Okay, so that you can use that. And those of you who are, uh, like I said, on the phone, you can get the recording, and you'll be able to see this chart. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that helps. And what I ask people to do is put it on your mirror in your bathroom so that if you're feeling any of these other feelings you don't want to feel if you're really afraid about something or you're just insecure or frustrated about something or impatient when's this going to happen i haven't when's my social security check coming or whatever it is you know whatever you're feeling okay uh and you want to shift out of that this is a really great chart to use does that make sense yes yes and so hopefully those of you who could see it um, to be able to say, uh, pick one of those emotions and you can, the word you say is, wouldn't it be nice if I felt, okay. And it sounds weird, but it works. Okay. So that's a really great tool. The other thing you can use is saying, I choose. So if, when you find yourself saying, I have to do something different, I have to pivot, I have to do something different because this isn't working. When you say I have to, it brings about this feeling of I'm a victim to it and I have to do it. I don't want to do it and I better do it or else. Right. So it, it, it doesn't really ring. It doesn't, it's hard to, uh, like I said, it puts a lot of pressure on you. So when you find yourself saying, I have to do something, change it to, I choose to. I choose to call that next client to make sure I can, okay? Right. I choose to allow that person in my life. I choose to go to the gas station today and, okay, whatever it is. So I choose is a very powerful word and it keeps you from being in that feeling of victim that I don't have a choice. Because my friends, my belief is we always have a choice. We have a choice. We can take responsibility for our feelings, our thoughts, and our beliefs, and our actions. 
that we are in total control about. When you're feeling out of control, you, you really are, you, you are in control of your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions. And you can take responsibility for those, and that's freedom. Mm -hmm. That will allow you to respond instead of react. And so say I choose, and one of my little, little uh, fun things you can do, I call it pinch and shift. Okay, so uh, those of you who have taken the workshops or done all any of the online workshops that I do or the live ones, you know, we do a little pinch and shift. And what it is is you just pinch yourself. Don't become black and blue. But if you find yourself saying, I can't, or I have to, or I don't know, or any of those things that are what I call booby traps, okay, catch yourself saying it and you pinch yourself and it hurts. Just a little pinch. Okay, just a little pinch and it brings your focus to the pinch and you shift your thought right then and there. So your focus goes right to the pinch and you say, oh, I, ch I choose to. Okay, so whatever you say, I have to, I want, by the way, when you say I want, the universe says, yes, you do want. I see you wanting that. <laughs> so stay in your want. Okay, and I know that's a first step, which is good. Sometimes in order for things to create things you want, you have to start with what you don't want. And then you can say, I don't want that. I know what that is. I don't want that. I do want that. So now you've got some clarity, right? Because clarity leads to power, everybody. You know that for the, our graduates, but clarity leads to power. And then once you've said, I want, shift it to I choose. So the process is you start with what you don't want. I don't want to be in this situation. Pivot to what I do want. Okay, I don't want to be without, um, I don't want to be by myself. All right, what do I want? What's the opposite of being by yourself? I do want companionship. Okay, and then from there, you say, I choose to create a companion, companionship in a safe way. So it's a process. Don't want, do want, choose. All right, and that is very impactful and very directing and intentional. And it's a power word. So I choose to have a new place to live. I choose to have a new business. I choose to have a new client. I choose to have a new person I'm with. I choose to feel better. I choose to create some cash somewhere. I choose to allow myself to let go of the resistance. So any questions or comments, and then I'm going to share what's coming up next. And I'm going to, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to ask everybody to unmute themselves. I'm not able to unmute you all. Okay. Um, well, anybody want to share anything? Hello. Hello. This is Nicole. Hi, Nicole. I'm having some anxiety because I'm turning 50 in January and I'm wanting to work as a healer and I kind of set myself up 
with a goal that I would start working on it when I'm 50 and 50 is rolling around and I don't feel like I have all my basket and my eggs to be doing my purpose right now. So I'm like frustrated. I hear you, honey. I hear you being frustrated. I do. And I understand it's sort of like we have these goals or we think we're going to be a certain thing at a certain time and we get there and we're like, what happened? Is it too late? So my suggestion for you, okay, is be present with where you are right now. In other words, have you shifted at all in your life from when I first met you to where you are now? Yes or no? You're muted. Let's see. Okay. She's, you're muted, hon. You got to unmute yourself. So if I mean, you, yeah, yes, yeah. I, yes, I do feel that I've, I've grown spiritually and I've been working on my higher self and, and my lower self as well. Okay. I like that. I like how you say that. So the part about turning 50 and like, where am I now? What's going to happen now? So maybe just maybe you're in the perfect spot right now. Maybe just maybe where you've gotten to now is where is the best. In other words, this is the best place for you to be in right now. And when you let go of the resentment of I should have, would have, could have, okay, that makes you feel guilty, doesn't it? And frustrated. Yes? Yeah. So if you're feeling guilty about I'm 50 and this hasn't happened yet, what the hell is wrong with me? Or what, why is this going on? And really get frustrated about it. And then you start getting, feeling guilty. I, you know, I could have be. I could have been a contender. So you could have been something right by now. Okay. So I don't have a family and I'm not, I don't have a partner. And I thought, you know, let's not. So that's my point. You're looking at everything that you have not accomplished and everything that you don't have right now. You're, you know, when you get to that place of the, I could have, would have, should have, you're going to the place of Eeyore. It'll never work. I should have been there couldn't have done it now. Now it's just too late. I don't know what I'm going to do now. What's wrong with me? My point is when you feel guilty, you are vibrating punishment. So guilty, guilt and emotions, emotions have vibrations. They've proven this in quantum physics. Our thoughts have vibrations now. Okay. And, and so if you're feeling bad about it and you're feeling guilty, then what you're going to attract to you is punishment. Guilt demands punishment. You're either going to self-sabotage or you're going to attract people and things to you to punish you. So my suggestion, what's the opposite of guilt? You're either guilty or you're innocent. Yay. So you're innocent. So choose that word very carefully and mindfully and say, I choose to believe I'm innocent. You are absolutely innocent in your being 50. 50 is an innocent time. 
you're halfway through or more, okay? You're, half, you're halfway to goal. So it doesn't really matter, was the point I was trying to make in this weird kind of way. It really doesn't matter what the goal is. It doesn't matter if you have or haven't re reached whatever it is that you choose to have. What matters is, have I added value along the way? Have I made a difference through my journey? And we know you have. And there are, there are so many places in all of your life, in all of your lives, where you can say, I have made a difference. You can really look and see. I really did. If I hadn't have been there at that time and done this and said that and shown up here, then all of these other things would not have happened. So revel in the fact and be in gratitude in present moment of what you really, who you really are and that you're innocent. And so the more innocent you feel around it, the more things are going to come to you that you didn't, you weren't even aware of. You hadn't even thought your 30 year old didn't think about when you were saying, when I'm 50, I'm going to be blah. Okay. Your 40 year old didn't know what 50 was going to be. So your 50 won't know what your 60 is going to be. You can make the goal. Make the goal, absolutely. Make, make your plans. What does John Lennon say? Life, what is it? Life happens to you while you're busy making other plans? Life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. <laughs> right. So, you know, and, and as long as you're adding value along the way, along the journey, honey, you've done it. But be innocent in your choices and stop beating yourself up about it, sweetheart. I think. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's your choice. You can keep beating yourself up or not. You have a choice. I mean, I, I have been studying a lot and I have been listening to a lot of webinars on coaching and leadership. So I have been pursuing, you know, getting myself educated towards it. Great. But I still have the doubt of just getting started and doing it, you know, and... Mm -hmm. I understand. And the doubt, remember what I said, when doubt creeps in, get present, really get present. What have I accomplished? Who am I really today? And only focus on what you can do today. Put everything else over on the universe to do side. Right. All right. Which thank you for sharing that. And which, by the way, I invite all of you because this is the conscious leadership Academy and the essence of being. So the conscious leadership Academy is a year-long program of essence of communication, essence of leadership, essence of um, relationships, essence of success, and essence of um, abundance. <laughs> and it's all year long that you can have these things. But the next opportunity that you have to play with us in a virtual workshop is the essence of leadership is October 4th, and the essence of communication is October 3rd. And we're doing it virtually. And it's live and it's a five hour experience that we're going to play. And there's a lot of experience in it. It's not just me talking, I promise. And uh, that's October 3rd and 4th. And you can go to essenceofbeing.com slash virtual EOL or virtual EOC, depending on if you want to take communication or leadership or both. And those are five hour uh, workshops coming up October 3rd and 4th. My next power hour, guess what it's going to be on? The election. Yes, yes. 
how to create harmony and have a voice. <laughs> right? I think that would be grand just to talk about that and experience that and go into some subconscious beliefs around that maybe and how to create harmony in our life and have a voice, whatever that is. <laughs> and have empathy for other people. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? Anybody want to say anything else before we end tonight? Very powerful. I will say that. Um, thank you. That's exactly what I needed today. <laughs> you showed up. You're welcome. Thank you, Beth. You're welcome, Arlene. It's called Power Hour, so hopefully we got some power going on. Yes. So thank you all. Yeah. Thank, thank you for showing up, and you're going to get the recording, and it's great to see all your faces and all your telephone calls there. Okay. All right. Thank you, Nicole, for showing up. Josette, Joy, Camera. Yeah, you'll get the recording, honey, and I don't know who all the other phone numbers are, but welcome and goodbye, and I'll see you next time, and hopefully I'll see you in October. All right. Take care. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Thanks, Bert. You're welcome. <laughs>